Hi there. For this episode of Trek to the Holodeck, we're issuing a content warning for suicide and suicidal ideation. If you wish to skip that content specifically, it's between minutes 42 and 47. If you feel like you need help, we encourage you to seek it out. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. I've got faith. I'm the <laughs> Folks, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Darius. Oh, sh- I'm Dylan. And we have a special guest with us. Hi. Special guest. Special yeah. guest, Evan Brandonicio. Howdy. Woo! Big Star Trek fan. Actually, Big- because of you guys, real quick, I want to say thank you to you guys because I had never seen Star Trek before you guys started this podcast. And I was like, Oh man, I'm gonna, you know, I'll I'll watch a few episodes just so I can listen to my buddy Jan's podcast. And I am so into it. We're like the Star Trek apostles for some Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I said that last time I was on, but still it was, you know, like to reiterate it. Because now I'm into Deep Space Nine, which I was not before. Deep in Trek. They got me. They got me. We're the uh, evangelicals of the Trek world. Yeah. Spreading the good word. You guys are very good at converting people. Certainly. Um, uh, if you're listening uh, for the first time, uh, and in Brandonicio, Evan Brandonicio is uh, one of the founders and heads of uh, Indiesaurus, which is the network that our podcast is a part of. He's and technically been- our boss. He's technically, yeah, technically awesome. our boss. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is like when the when the principal um comes into the uh, the classroom. <laughs> and was I'm, just, I'm just gonna sit and watch. I'm just, I'll just don't, sit here. Don't mind, don't mind me. Sit and watch. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, and everybody's like constantly like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> I, mean, I should be more like uh, J. Jonah Jameson though. Like, come on, I need more podcasts. <laughs> go, go, more go, podcasts. Go. It's all about content. content. <laughs> uh, but if you Make listened, more witty remarks. <laughs> if you listen to our podcast for a while now, you'll recognize him because he did run uh, our Enter the Holodeck uh, episode, which was like our tabletop uh, game of Star Trek, which... We are going to be doing more of, so yeah. keep an eye out for yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Evan, usually we go, we cut to the audio, but we have your raw audio here. Will oh. you do the Indiesaurus oh, yeah. thing for um, the intro? signature? Yeah, yeah. And do all the sound effects too. <laughs> you do, yeah, yeah, do the whole thing. Yeah, somebody will do. Am I doing the sound effects as well? Is the You're guitar the come thing. after or before? It's after. It's after I got you. I'll do the okay. guitar. Okay. All right. And then there's a roor. Okay, who wants to do I'll the do the roar. I got okay. the roar. Um, I believe it's... You're listening to an indie source production. Nice. <laughs> Amazing. Nailed we it. just did an acoustic <laughs> session. That's fucking great. That's the, yeah, exactly. This this is gonna be on Fallon. <laughs> okay, so this is this is our first episode of season three. Oh my god. Officially. We just ended season two with a banger, and now we're opening up season three. And Wait, why and, do we have seasons? Uh, because <laughs> we're a podcast. We're a Star Trek podcast. We have to have seasons in 26 episodes. Okay. It's because right. when we when I start like seeing people at parties and stuff, I was like, yeah, like I'm on a third season of a podcast. It I've does been doing, sound a lot more impressive. It sounds much more impressive than <laughs> I've been watching Star Trek for a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, it's good to have those benchmarks too. For me, 
uh, as someone who listens to it and wants other people to listen to it, to right. just give people like a skip list, you know, like, oh yeah, season oh, right, one right, right. is skip not great. But all season of season two. one and half of season two and That's just right. yeah. this one episode. <laughs> Honestly, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time and you want to listen to like some more of our podcast, I'd say maybe go back four episodes because that's really when we started to hit our stride. Like really four bang. episodes from the end of season two, everything before that, you can listen to it. It's not going to be as good though. Yeah. I think I think there's some great episodes. No, there is, we there just is. we just hit a slump. We just hit, <laughs> it's a real we slump. had a slump well, the cast in season two. Helped a lot too. The I cast, think. Yeah, I, we all yeah, grew yeah. beards. We yeah. all yeah. rikered yeah. it. Our hair we got right. really good. Our Guys, uniforms oh, look a little speaking better. Speaking of beards, so there's uh, the <laughs> We're TNG so episode. <laughs> two episodes after this. So first of all, I watched this episode and then I forgot that I watched this episode and I went to watch TNG the other night just for the hell of it. And the episode after this is the Outrageous Akona. Yep. So uh, Netflix just started playing the Outrageous Alcona Outrageous Alcona for me. And I was like, no, 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 no. I do not want to watch this piece of shit. <laughs> and so I like backed out of it. And I like went to the episode list and I watched the episode right after the Outrageous Okona. And Data tries on a beard in that episode. Oh, yeah. And it's kind Super of amazing. <laughs> There's... I actually totally forgot about that up until very recently. I was spelunking on, uh, oh gosh, what's the Trek Wikipedia called? Um, Memory Alpha. Memory, Memory Alpha. Alpha. And they have a page for beards. They have a beard page? They have a, beard they have a beard lot beard. of very weird That's entries sick. in that. I love That's that. like, I love I, it. This is not very Star We're Trek. I have We're a theory so about, track. about ahead, it's okay, Outrageous Akona, because we watched uh, Elementary Dear Data for this episode. Season and the two, outrageous, episode three. What's, yeah, the outrageous right opponent comes right after it, as Darius said, and it's awful. That episode's so bad, but people, <laughs> some people love it. And what I think happened is they were riding the high from this episode yeah. because this episode's so yep. good that it just carried over into that one. And they're like, yeah. "Yeah, this is good too," because that last episode was so good. And I think coupled together, that's why people like it. Even though it's just an awful, awful, awful It's just episode. sandwiched between some good stuff. Right. The yeah, memories right. are very fond. Exactly, yeah. Jan, I don't uh, know if you know this. When you said, when you said like, we all grew beards. But, of course, uh, we got Bigfoot in the chat. And he threw in, uh, there's a tvtropes.org. Uh, and the yeah. TV trope of growing the beard is the opposite of jumping the shark. Yeah. Growing the beard is the definite mo definitive moment when a series begins to become noticeably better in quality. <laughs> that is that is the trope I was referencing. But yes, thank you for naming it, Darius. 100%. That is a thing. Gr growing When the show grows a beard is when it gets good. Yeah. So our show grew a beard... <laughs> We should. Uh, is that why none of my <laughs> shows are good? Is because I'm fresh faced. Um, I mean, you're the bot. We're not allowed to say that. That's kind right. Of thing. You're not because you're yeah. our boss. Damn, yeah, yeah. fire us right now. <laughs> you. We should uh, in our podcast uh, art. We should put a beard on it now. Like, oh a, yeah, right. a, a really funny. characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd guys. Be really just, funny. I'll go real quick through this. We we watch Star Trek with the angle of of ranking. From best to worst, every holodeck episode has ever been created. Okay, so far yeah. we've done like fifty-four episodes. Yeah, we thought that we would be done around fifty. Like we thought there was a list of there's like so fifty many. episodes. It turns no. out that there's like hundreds. Thanks to Voyager. Uh, yeah, thanks to Voyager mostly. <laughs> um, we judge them using a ranking system called Drasks: dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. And it's 
very arbitrary and extremely accurate, except for there has been one problem with it. We got to get, get O'Brien to fix it. Um, right. And right. Uh, again, we've and I already think that was more user error, honestly, but maybe, we're just going to, we're just going to cover it up with the fact that it made the mistake. And it made not the mistake. us. O'Brien's yeah, exactly. going to look at us and go, and go like, I know this was user error, but I'm going to look at this just because you're not telling me it was user error. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you, um, yeah, exactly. So what did you say? Uh, I mean, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't right? matter. Um, okay. And, uh, we're judging again, elementary deer data for our premiere episode of the, the year. Right. Uh, of so, the season. So why don't we like all kind of just get ready for our work day mm-hmm. and like, you know, get, get into our, our work attire, whether we're working from home or working in the office and we're going to have our morning cup of coffee. Right. And then we're going to like uh, sit down to do work, but your friends were like, Hey, can you be on my podcast? <laughs> and we're like, I guess I could, but like I am supposed to be working right now. I can't go bum around and play on the uh, holodeck and or the podcast. Right. And then your friends are like, but please, like we really need a guest. It's the, the, the beginning of our third season. And like, it'd be really great if we could get somebody to That's go a big on one. this season opener. The season opener. Yeah. Huh? It would be really great if we could get somebody to go on this simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. I was going to do a quick one that time. I was going to be like, get in your car, buckle your seatbelt, and press on the gas. <laughs> Dylan, do you know how many times, do you know how many times your, your ones start with, get in your car and buckle your seatbelt? <laughs> because you say that a lot. That's a thing that there he says. There are a lot it's, of seatbelts in Star Trek, I've noticed. No, fucking no seatbelts. And that's actually an issue, because the amount of times <laughs> that crewmen get fucking just Flung just annihilated, a, right? Annihilated like, into walls. I really like to imagine that because you're standing at your station a lot of the time, unless you're like helm and, and navigation, uh, the seatbelts are like these things that like lower down onto you, and they're like the you know uh, the VR uh, like little um, hip things, walking in place things, <laughs> yeah. where it like oh, is yeah, kind of resistance ra- bands or something. Yeah. Mm, I yeah. imagine, I imagine that's what's going on with seatbelts on starships, where it like lowers down over your waist and then like kind of clamps down that way if like it hits something there's gyroscopes in it that just kind of keeps you up you know that there's like a whole a whole ward of a hospital back on earth that's like this is the got flung into a wall on a starship ward like they fucked their arm up or like what's that scar from Oh, we got hit, and I went fucking flying I just, straight I into rumbled, the street. Yeah. <laughs> that ward is attached to the, like, was working at a, in, like, a rear panel <laughs> ward <laughs> that just <laughs> randomly electrified. And I got, like, 
that was like most of the energy from the ship went right through me, arced right through me. <laughs> and I, I like to imagine, I like to imagine Starfleet at one point has like put this like seatbelt policy into place. <laughs> and as starships are like leaving dock at major star state, like uh, stations, there's just these big LED, like holographic signs that are like buckle up or die. Or like, you, you get on board and you're like, okay, it's my first assignment. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything thing by the book you put on your seatbelt like, oh you're gonna wear one you of those huh? all right that's funny there's like, like a seatbelt monitor they told me to do, who's walking around me to do in- you think though, yeah, that we there'd only- be some kind of safety protocol right because so many times there's not like a stop drop and roll like if there's no seatbelt fine but like you have no preparation for when another ship shoots you right. and your only response is just fucking my like, only, my only like <laughs> right like you're a power rangers like- character that just got hit you know like my only headcanon on this is like our medicine has gotten so good that we can like that <laughs> we can cares? repair anything. <laughs> so we just don't give a shit about the initial pain and the initial injury that happens because I, we know we'll be able to fix it. So like, it's right? actually gonna be great. I'm gonna get two days in sick bay and we get real <laughs> fucked up on whatever crusher. And one guy's like, no, but guys, it's gonna hurt when it yeah, happens. No, but you'll be like fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Makes me feel alive. There's like one like uh like seventies car enthusiast on earth that is fucking psyched about this no more seatbelt policy. Cause he's like, I can ride my cars without a seatbelt now, and I know that I'll be fine. I was I was talking to Jan at one point in the Star Trek journey, how like some people kind of can get the politics of Star Trek confused. And I'm like, how do you enjoy this if you're you know Right. If you don't believe in sort of the the mechanisms behind the utopia, yeah, right. right. And Jan was like, "It's the seatbelts and the lack thereof." Right. Right. <laughs> the real we freedom also, surrounding it. Yeah. Freedom. We also, we've also come to the the realization that like Earth is now just under this pseudo uh, authoritarian uh, like dictatorship or like military rule that everyone's okay with because it's just happens to be a utopia. Because it's yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's yeah. post scarcity. It's like it's like when in South America a junta would take over and for a couple years it would be much better than the chaos of like the the failed banana republic from before. So it'd be like this is this is this not rules. Awesome. Yeah. Pretty good. Right. And then the junta's like, um, I don't know, what do you what do you guys want to do? You want to do some mass killings? Yeah, let's do some mass <laughs> killings. <laughs> well, no. if you're gonna twist my arm about it. Ooh. <laughs> Um, uh, guys, ooh. this episode was written by Brian Allen Lane, which I love when a, a person goes by three names because then they sound like an assassin. Bal. <laughs> ba- Bal. That's what I'm Bal. Bal. Only episode of Star Trek. And I believe he's currently a teacher at Cal State Long Beach. And he's, we got to have gotta, him on the pod. We got to go find him. Got to get him I, on that pod. Can I we just call him I bet we could have gotten him. Can we call how him did, Bane? Bane. Bane? Yeah, yeah, we're going to call him Bane. Brian Allen Lane. How must it feel, though, to be a teacher at Cal State Long Beach and have written arguably one of the best holodeck episodes in all of Star Trek history? Well, That's how he became a be teacher. Also, to just be one and done, right? Like, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Like, like, Stanzas his way yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know whoever hired him had was like a huge Star Trek fan, and he was like, oh, he looks at his like CV resume, he's like... Oh sh- Oh fuck. You wrote you wrote <laughs> elementary dear data? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you mind if I keep this? <laughs> I just keep- <laughs> Would you so sign it? Like- worked at a Lowe's right afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like to you know, see what else is out there. Yeah. <laughs> I like writing incredible you, scripts. <laughs> just not, wasn't it's my a, thing. 
It said you wrote, uh, it says here you wrote elementary dear data. Then you worked at a Lowe's and then you had a period of five years of on and off employment at a copy shop. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's Hollywood uh, for you, baby. That's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, um, okay. Yeah. So really fantastic um, episode written by Brandon Allen Lane. It was directed by Rob Bowman. So we may know, we've known him from Manhunt. Uh, he's also done Shades of Grey and a bunch of other ones. He went on to do a lot of X-Files too. He, Honestly, and, this episode yeah. was expertly directed. I Rob Bowman did a great agree. job. Like, yeah. And granted, I was high when I was watching it. So I was like really zoned in on what was happening. But this episode felt much more like, a, like this is like, this is like the criterion of like yes. the holodeck on TNG. This is like the art one. Mm-hmm. I I got I I agree completely. It's one of the highlights of the first two seasons, and the thing that really stuck out to me. We usually don't go, we don't mention cinematography very often, but I felt necessary to maybe bring up the fact that this is Edward R. Brown. Yeah. He was the DP for the first two seasons of TNG. And he essentially, I've read about this, he was essentially fired after two seasons because it just took too long to shoot the way that he he liked to shoot. I read that this episode was supposed to be like eight days of shooting and they were just like, well, we're going to, let's make it seven. Seven sound good? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and Rob Bowman, the director, hated that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, but like, there's some shots in here that are really great. There's like Mm -hmm. that push in on the bridge that like, Quickly pushes in on Riker. Uh, oh, that's oh, yeah, so right dope. at the is yeah. that at the end near the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's um, a lot of creative like whip pans. There's like tracking shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. You there's know what like there a, isn't though. There isn't a running tracking shot. There like there was. There you're right. There's a walking in the hallway quickly. <laughs> there shot. is um, <laughs> because we don't run on TNG. No TNG. There's no running. There's because those uniforms wouldn't allow it. Um, <laughs> And there's a there's a this really specific Dutch angle that occurs at one point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, Edward R. Brown, and um, you know, I'm, I I know that you were fired, but thank good work on this. Great episode. work. Thank yeah. you for this. Is yeah. okay. I just like the whole. I set, just saw really, what I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah I just yeah. saw what you just said wrote here, Jan. His tendency to completely hardlight scenes risks showing the deficiencies of the site construction yeah. and necessitated sticking cardboard and tape onto the Lacar screens in order to pretend to prevent too many reflections off the <laughs> studio lights. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, you'll, see, you'll see a lot in season one that harsh light does not do favors for a lot of like reflective surfaces and but stuff. So, yeah. so but good. for an episode like this one, where it's like a period piece and everything. Yeah. It's like very grim it looks dark so all the time. So good. Yeah. 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 There's like profile yeah. shots. There's the moodiness of the fog. Yeah. This is really like great. this episode is why like I I was watching it and I was thinking to myself, this is so perfect for character development. And this is why every every character gets their own holodeck episode in the future seasons and every other Trek show because this one was so fucking good and it was like oh this is perfect and then they just fuck up a lot of them that and they're just not very yeah. good but <clears throat> it's spot on and uh it made me think about it actually made me think about realistically in like a new Trek show I was thinking about if I could actually live on a starship and I could not like I would lose my mind because I couldn't see outside or anything uh-huh so 
it realistically, if there is a new Trek show, every every person's room would have to be a holodeck, and yeah. everybody's room would be their own like house with the backyard or like wherever they wanted to live. Like on Picard, he's got his uh, chateau, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called, Chateau mm-hmm. Picard. Yeah. yeah, and it would be the so only much reason, cheaper. It'd be so he, cool. The only reason that we probably couldn't do that, and I think if we were to do a Star Trek show that takes place in the future than we could is because the holodecks are so power hungry that they need their own reactors. That's why in like, the future, imagine yeah. a new Trek show where everyone's quarters are just like practical sets of like their apartment back home or whatever. And I they're New like York to, friends. <laughs> and they're all I also like to imagine, I also like to imagine they, they have like five holodecks, right? And those are the crew quarters and everyone walks in and it's like, okay, do you want to live in New York, LA, Paris? <laughs> what city or, do you want to live in? Yeah. And like Topeka, you walk Kansas. In, someone walks in and like the, the holodeck goes down and everyone's just kind of standing off in Naked. their own corner doing whatever they're <laughs> I also like to think there's only one arch. So like you can't like you can't summon it wherever. There's one dude that lives like 20 blocks down the street and he's like I got to take the fucking L train to get to the to get to the arch to get on the ship and oh, such a pain in the traffic's going to be murder. <laughs> Even though it's like technically really just 10 feet away, but the holodeck does the thing. Yeah. Where- yeah. This is this is like the generation before they're able to have holodecks in every single room and yeah. so they decided to do this for some reason and it's like oh, sorry captain, sorry I'm late. Fucking the L train was down. I had to walk 25 blocks just to get to. The- <laughs> it's worth it for the immersion, but man, I tell yeah. you what, the 101 but was hell. This I gotta morning. get a car again for sure. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I gotta buy a car. Uh, I really I gotta get a Wiener mobile to get around or something. <laughs> uh, the the music in this episode was by Return of the Mac, Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Um, you know, we're, we're already in it. I don't want to slow down our pace here. We're having a great time. But I think, Evan, as our guest, would you care to do a 30-second recap of this episode for us? Yes. Great. I'm Let me know the when. Timer now? Ready. Uh, whenever you start talking, I will start the timer. All right. Here we go. Okay, so uh, Jordy and Data are hanging out, middle of a workday. Jordy's like, hey, come over, Data. I want to show you something. I made this ship because the regular ship is coming to see me. Uh, okay, you don't get it. Why don't we go play some games of the holodeck? We'll indulge you. Here's a pipe I bought you. Uh, okay, Data, this is not fun because you have all the cheat codes. You got Game Genie for this. I have an idea. Computer, let's let's make a, p- a paradox here. Can't, can't beat it. The only way he can't beat Data is by screwing up the thing. Uh, Moriarty comes to life, basically, and uh, uh, card save the day. Oh. Damn it! Did I get it? You got you, very, you very close. You got very hung close. Up on the, the you, yeah, classically fell into the trap. Yeah, I'm getting too excited about the beginning. And the just cold open. So many details. The cold open hangs always up takes ten all seconds. of us. Yeah, yeah. It always like, hangs up all of us. I'm like, I gotta explain why he's got the ship, right? <laughs> We're always the. There's been times where we've gotten hung up on the cold open for 25 seconds, and then had to try to get the whole show in five seconds. Plastic. See, it's not so easy, is it? Nobody bangs in this episode. Yeah, nobody bangs. Nobody bangs. Except for maybe Pulaski and Moriarty might might bang in the future. She might open up that program afterwards. Like uh, Pulaski, it says that you keep opening up the program that we said nobody can (laughs) use anymore. Wait, what? 
What? What? <laughs> That's why she is, leaves the ship. That's why eventually right, she gets kicked right. off. The she gets She's like strikes. abusing the the holodeck privileges Pulaski, to open up the Moriarty thing. Pulaski falls down the rabbit hole of trying to uh, trying everything possible to get Moriarty off of the holodeck. Yeah, <laughs> she just becomes mind. obsessed with it. She's like, I think this could be the man for me. He's he's very <laughs> he's very clever. He's sensitive. He's surprisingly sensitive. Pulaski, are you okay? <laughs> She's got like frazzled hair. She's like She's distracted. I just, I just can't stop thinking about Moriarty. Jordy's like Plasky, trust dude. me, it's not gonna work out the way you want it to. And Plasky's like, you want to talk? <laughs> is that why she doesn't like Data? Is because he's like not real. He's not like a real human, but he gets to live and stuff. She's <laughs> just like true love. Like is... you're never gonna be a patient. I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> right. You're right. never gonna be a patient. And that's uh, why Jordy actually cares because he's. Uh, Data is Jordy's patient all the time. Right. <laughs> yep. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is Sherlock Holmes's apartment a very specific layout in every one of the iterations? It's changed. Because the layout of his apartment is I almost identical to the Benedict Cumberbatch layout yeah. in oh, Sherlock. Yeah. I think it's it always is. described in kind of the same way as like this books piled high. It's pretty disheveled, right? Because he's got kind of that mad genius cocaine addict thing vibe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So right. it, it probably similar, right? But I don't the think Benedict Cumberbatch like a, one, they they enter from the same place same that place. these people enter from. The fireplace is the same place. There's that kitchen yeah. right behind them. Right. And I think I think because it, it, it takes place uh two one B Baker Street is supposed to be upstairs from uh what's her name's apartment. This Hudson. everyone just looks at like uh London apartments and then uh Everyone who's done Sherlock since probably has been like, all right, well, what did the first Sherlock do? Like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like a game of telephone of right, like, right, Sherlock the apartment. Holmes' apartment. Because, yeah, it does look almost exact. Like, the one behind me right now is not the one from the, the show. Oh, Elementary Dear Data. This, where is it? It I'm pretty like sure it. this is the one from Benedict Cumberbatch's. Uh, it looks I'm about I also to wonder- share the one from the Robert Downey Jr episode uh in this in the discord i also wonder if there's a a a copyright thing because i don't know how familiar you guys are with the sherlock holmes copyright but it is like pretty buck wild really how like yeah so basically like half of the sherlock holmes books and stories are in the public domain and the other half are not. They're still owned by the estate still owned by the very stingy very protective estate so, what this means for the character, uh, and this is kind of where it gets wild, is there are certain, like, qualities and characteristics of this character, Sherlock Holmes, that are only displayed in these books, right? And not displayed in this, or only displayed uh-huh. in the first one. So, like, Sherlock Holmes, you can make and do anything you want with Sherlock Holmes as long as he's, like, an asshole, right? Okay. <laughs> like, if he's, like, a nice, cool guy, then you got a problem. This is true. This just, ha- they just had a problem with this, with uh, a video game series, Phoenix Wright, where it's, like, a Sherlock Holmes is one of the characters in it, and they were... He's right. too cool. Yeah. They, well, they they they, they switched it he's with a very nice. elegant solution. They solved it by naming the character Herlock Holmes. Oh, they spoonerized <laughs> it. That's hilarious. Which I'm I guessing... Love. I'm guessing the the ones that are in the public domain are the ones that he released in newspapers, right? 
Probably, yeah. Yeah. As like short penny pennies, not like I, in the news short stories in the newspaper. So if I'm not mistaken, it's probably those and then three of the books, like the first yeah. three books. And then after that, I think wow. after yeah. that the estate locked it down. They're like, Locked no. it down. Locked it yeah. down. Locked it down. They're like, we saw Disney what they're doing and we want we want a piece of that. We want that money. Well, the, yeah, what have they that, done with that? Like, how have they capitalized on that? They haven't, other than right. anytime somebody <laughs> wants to use Sherlock Holmes, you either got to pay them or just make him an asshole. Right, well, like right. Nola Holmes <laughs> yeah. was was like they had to pay out to them because they made I think Hugh Jackman played him or something, but like he was a Henry nice Cavill. guy in that. That's and there was so like weird. a weird argument with whether he was nice enough or not. What about the couple of series that have made Sherlock Holmes uh, a woman? I, that I don't know. I probably would be fine. I would yeah. think. I don't know actually. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see a, a holodeck <laughs> version of Sweeney Todd. Who do you think would play the the demon barber of Fleet Street on TNG? He'd be like, you think Riker would be really into like slitting throats? He'd be weird no. about it. He'd be weird. About it. He'd be weird about <laughs> it. He'd be Pirelli, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Riker is Pirelli. Incredible. So they almost, I almost think that like Picard might be him, just so Picard could get some of his frustrations out. Yeah. Well, well we he's know- got an appreciation of the theater, right? Right. 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 Well, like that's a very high qual, a high class thing. It would one hundred percent be Worf, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I am the barber. <laughs> I am the barber. <laughs> Swing your razor round. I was like, oh, you're doing a mystery program, Worf's like, no, I am no, the barber. I'm, I'm the Kill. demon oh, barber fuck. of Fleet Street. <laughs> <laughs> or it would be literally what's his name, the barber on TNG. Oh, oh mo- fuck, Matt. Matt. Could you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine people who like? They discover that he's doing that in the holodeck, and he, they're like, I don't want you ever shaving my face no ever way. again. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to the holodeck and murdering people? No. Uh, no. Speaking See, of I murdering do that people. so I don't do it to people. I go into the holodeck, I get my rocks off. Because yep. <laughs> when, I, when I cut somebody's hair, all I can think about is fucking... <laughs> I, I do have a question about the holodeck and killing people. Yeah, why please. can it do that? <laughs> like, I know there's safety protocols, but why at any point can those come off? Um, we've kind of had this. Com- I think we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, before, right. No, I, obviously that's the real yeah. reason, and like it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the show at all. I I think uh, what, do we we came to a, a real a, like a, a decision on this, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I also think that because we got our holodeck technology from a different like race of aliens we probably don't understand it fully um and probably are just using legacy code so we're like well they they had safeties off yeah. so i guess we need to throw safeties in here just to be yeah. safe that's but we, true but, but if you if you crack it you know like somebody gets a holodeck and, and there's like a subreddit for it where it's like yeah, guys i'm trying to get custom firmware running on my holodeck and i just like oh so yeah you need to do a kernel you need to do a kernel exploit then you can it's turn a thread the from off. like 10 years ago yeah, exactly and i like to like, imagine oh, <laughs> i like to imagine too like it was something that is just an oversight 100 an oversight yeah. they've released like the first the first holodeck and then like 10 months in somebody died and they're like oh right why do we (laughs) we'd like to introduce our new i'm picturing the like pitch meeting like we'd like to introduce our new feature for the holodeck safety Safety. protocols and everybody's like clapping at tim cook in the (laughs) future there's a few people in the back that are like (laughs) 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 (la
that I'm going to Android holiday yeah. for sure. You can customize it. Yeah. You can do. You can. You can ask it to do anything. It takes I a little bit longer. Longer. I want to be able to get a bloody nose. I want to be able to get a bloody nose, but I don't want to be able to get cut. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can do that with Android Holodeck. You have to. It takes a while to set it up, but you can. You can do, do it. it. You can do it. It crashes well, quite a bit, but like you, once you get it going, it's awesome. Yeah. Right. It's, it's great. Right. Right. And some people swear by it. Yeah. Uh, this this is this episode was nominated for two Emmys, by the way. Damn. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding the, art direction and costume design. Were these the first TNG Emmys? TNG. TNMI, TNJemmies, I don't know. And I, 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 I can do some producing work while we, while you guys. Sure, sure. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I was just curious. Generation. Yeah, Jan, come on. TNJemmies, TNJemmies. Oh my god! I mean, it's been nominated for a ton. I outstanding cinematography for a series. 1988 was the first one. The next generation. There was a moment while you guys are doing this, there's a moment in it that I kind of loved because when they first start doing the program, Jordy's like amazed at fucking everything. Yeah. His, <laughs> He's yeah. like, the detail. Oh my God. And then he starts like sitting down to write the thing and and uh Data's playing the violin. He's like, Data, how do you know how to do that? I, and I'm yes. like, Jordy, first of all, it's Chill. Data. You know data. You know he's going to do detail in a holodeck uh, thing. Also, you know data's an android. He just downloaded how to play the fucking violin. Like- That's what I love about this episode, though, is that this was like, this. they were really showing off the hot. This was like the hot new feature on Star right. Trek. So this is the episode where they're like, hey, audience, look at look at all this detail. Well, Jordan even explains it, right? Like the like the first like ten minutes they're in there. He's like, actually, yeah. it's because we're projecting images. Like he does the whole rundown. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he and explains it's like, everything. Yeah. Why is he explaining this? Of course, Data knows what this. Is. You know, like yeah. <laughs> in fact, Data's the one who explains how a holodeck works in Encounter at Farpoint. This is yeah. the this. They're still at the point in the new in the series where they have to explain the holodeck every time they use it. Yeah, kind of yeah. like where well, we're cereal, still at right? the point in our show where we still have to explain our show before we do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're season three now. Maybe we just take it for granted. Maybe yeah. we just take it for granted. Who knows? Figure it out. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so good. That set is nuts that they built it. They spent so much money on the set that, like Evan mentioned earlier, they had to cut a day of filming out. Which seems stupid. Like if you're gonna build, if you're gonna spend that much money on the set, you don't say, "Well, let's uh, you know, let's save some money on shooting schedule." Like, no, <laughs> right. you built the set. We don't need just to make use the it. Biggest fucking episode. Just make a big ass episode. Cut, you know, cut some money out of some other episode. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I do you min max your episodes? Like, if you have a budget, right? Yeah, like, you do you min-max. like spend a few you know a bunch of money as much money as possible on a few and as little money as possible on a few you know you have to right the you old guy yeah yeah and then all the right. good ones end up being yeah. bottle episodes anyways so. right right <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, um okay so seeing as it is our season opener and we're yeah. about like an hour in already should we uh recap which episodes where we are at the list right now before yeah i'd like to know let's do a recap of the top 10 enjoy a piece of media unless it is ranked okay so tied (laughs) for everything tied for ninth and tenth or whatever tied for ninth uh are bride of chaotica and spirit folk 
They're both Star Trek Voyager episodes, and they're both from season five. They are two episodes apart. So Jurassic System, crushing it. Great job. Um, Then next up at number eight is Matter of Perspective, uh, which is the 14th episode of season three of The Next Generation. Then we have Ship in a Bottle. Which is the sequel to this episode? Great episode, yeah, yeah. TNG season six, episode eleven. Then we have Bada Bing, Bada Bang, Woo! Deep Space Nine, season seven, episode fifteen. I'm not there yet. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So yeah, yeah. Have you're you met Vic it. yet? No, I have not met oh, Vic. You're, you're not the first person to have asked You'll me that either. Yet. Buckle up, buckle up, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Get into your seventh, nineteen seventies automobile. Uh, first Contact, the Next Generation movie number two. Is that oh, number five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Projections. Fuck oh, this episode. Star Trek Voyager, <laughs> season two. I don't remember the episode. This but was absolutely user error. Uh, <laughs> Wait, this on is one of the best episodes? It is a high-ranking episode, according to I the draft system. According it. to what we decided to give <laughs> rankings to. <laughs> It okay. is up there. It should be disagree in the mid-20s, but it is number four. <laughs> number three, Heroes and Demons, Voyager, season one, episode 12. Actual banger. That's so uh, yeah. good. So that one's Schweitzer. very good. Deserves to be number three. Then Terminal Provocations, Lower Decks, season one, episode That's six. That's a great episode. It's I really, great. really yeah. like. Yeah. That's the one with Badgie. Badgie. Uh, and then our man Bashir is at number one. That's has number one. For Undisputed number one. Wow. Right yeah. I think that, Ship in a Bottle is my number one. But that, I mean, I Our Man think, Bashir is a phenomenal episode. Well, here's the deal with Our Man Bashir is it was like one of the first episodes we did when we started this podcast. Yeah. So we were a little gung ho. A little overzealous. A little you know, the Drask system. I, and Dylan, I know you're going to fight for it, but I it's think a great at some episode. point, I think Looks, at some point we need to redo it just yeah. to just to like make sure it holds its spot at number one. Here's the thing: Avery do, Brooks playing a supervillain, James Bond supervillain. Yes, is, right. uh, I mean, right. it speaks for itself. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do some face-offs. We'll do uh, Armin Bashir versus Projections. You know, just do. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, you know Projections is going to win that one. Fuck it's you! Always going to win it. <laughs> Guys, I want to talk a little briefly about the insanity of like how how dull of a, a month was it on the on the Enterprise that Jordy, an en- the chief engineer, oh had time God. to put together a model ship in right. engineering, a right. pretty complex model oh, ship. I might have one of the HMS yeah. Victory, or did he? Like get Riker to schedule. It's like, hey, I need some more hands on in engineering for next week. It's like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? So, oh, I just got some. I have to do some assembly. There's um, just just some things that some need propulsion to get done. systems yeah. that need to be done. And people come down. It's like, okay, cool. So I'm I'm so excited about doing my shifts. So, like, yeah. So here's the box. There's two thousand pieces. <laughs> I need you guys to assemble this. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. I lost the instructions on the first day aboard. Yeah. So you guys might have to work a couple triples. Uh, <laughs> we're mostly working from the picture on the box. Yeah, yeah. you got to do it. You got to use your imagination. Um, but I need this done by the time we rendezvous with the USS Victory. What's that? Uh, Why can't I just replicate this? Is, this? Well, what, because is that, this uh, is a surprise for Data. We can't. <laughs> I want to have a conversation with Data about this, but then also have a transition to a different thing that I'm Immediately doing just with like, data. I don't get, like, he's not hurt at all. Like, there's no, like, 
Yeah, man, you don't get it. That's cool. I, what? He's like slides it into a trash can. Yeah, <laughs> didn't care. Oh, yeah, just fucking stupid thing. Fucking sure did I, this, boom, just like did I imagine it? it? <laughs> did I imagine this, or did Picard look at this ship at one point in this episode? At the end, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. And, and Picard, <laughs> it's a nice little book, and he goes down. Joyce, right. like, man, I really shouldn't have said the computer should should beat data. And Picard's like, you're focusing way too much on this, buddy. We're <laughs> we're good. I do. Love I actually that- did come down here to tell you that there have been a lot of complaints about just the work environment. People have to walk around this ship. <laughs> it's a fire hazard. It's if a, I'm being honest, and, that, and that's honestly that's Picard's way of being like. So you need to move it, and I have a lot of room in my uh, in my ready room. If you want to just move it up there, that would be great. And and Jordy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I, I, I got that. And then he he's like, hey, Riker, uh, I'm gonna need a couple more people uh, next week. Uh, why? Oh, I just got a couple things that need to get moved yeah, around in the. <laughs> I do love this. Riker's <laughs> constantly scheduling people into weird, pe- like senior staff's weird little pet projects. Yeah. <laughs> do we have scene. anybody who's uh, got an expertise in interior design? I just need like a lieutenant. At my work, or something. at my work, I work at a at a school, and I work in the theater department. Yeah. And we had there are like two times so far that we've had to go to a faculty's house. And move so their couch what? because they're getting a new couch and they want to donate the couch to our furniture. And so we have to go to their house and move their furniture for them it is the, f- <laughs> the most ridiculous thing. But that's what I imagine is going on with Riker <laughs> and like the lower decks people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking uh, of real quick, yeah. speaking of the end of this episode, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. No, go uh, for it. No, we, we we freestyle after we do the recap. So funny to me how this episode, a lot of TNG, especially early on episodes, end with just Picard kind of like, "All right, Dad's got to fix this problem." And this yeah. episode is just like <laughs> that. Like, like I don't know. There could be a clever solution. There is such a Picard. sheepish moment where like Jordy and Data have to like they're like, um. <laughs> Captain, we we need to do a Sir, meeting sorry. in the ready room real quick. It's like, is this an emergency? It's like, yeah, it's kind of a big emergency. And they're, they're like there in their stupid costumes. So um, we made a, oh, I think it's user error. I did tell it to make something that could beat Data. And you just see a little Boys, come to Card's face like, God, I'm not mad. Well, we I'm just disappointed. We can't undo it. <laughs> Yeah, we that, gotta fix it. We gotta go through incredible. it now. We gotta fix it now. He so takes pissed. that that attitude all the way towards him dealing with the problem because I find uh, I found in rewatching it, he doesn't quite have the like diplomacy and tact that he yeah. usually uses here. Yeah, because he's like, "You're a computer. This isn't real." He's talking you know, to he's not like some like he's not he's not trying to give this program any hope, right? Yeah, because at one point Moriarty's like, "What about him? Isn't he a computer? Why is he not real?" <laughs> And and Picard instead of being like, well, you know, you're real in some ways. He's like, he's a machine. You're not. You're not. Yeah. Like, he's so yeah. like, me, he's kind so of real mean. with them. He's just yeah. like, look, dude, you're not for real. Sorry, like, I don't want to tell you. Bro. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You're just yeah. not real. And it's, it kind of makes the follow up a little weirder because it does. It feels like because I watched that more recently than I watched ship this one. Ship in a bottle. Yeah, yeah ship in a bottle. Where it it kind of feels like maybe he should have left him with some more hope. Because right. if yeah. I were Moriarty, after that reaction, I would not be optimistic that Picard is coming back for me. Because <laughs> he, he, like, <laughs> as an afterthought, because he's, like, walking out, and then he turns around and is like, and, you know, like, if we figure it out, we'll just, you know, we'll we'll talk to you we'll then. We'll see what happens, we'll man. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
the and more it's like, oh, thank God. Oh, that's, that's oh. Oh, Especially that fills me like, with so much joy. Thank you so much. Um, it is like the the most heart wrenching moment ever when Morey's like, I don't want to die. Oh, right. it's it's great. I'm it's just so good. Yeah, it's really the, interesting too. Uh, I I was talking about this episode where 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 uh, Data has a beard. And it's Schizo Man, which, first of all, Wait, they really what? should have not named an episode no. Schizo Man. Well, it's the 80s. But, yeah. <laughs> Wait, they named the an episode Schizo Man? <laughs> Schizoid Man, it's I believe. It's two episodes yeah. after this episode. Yeah. Good and Lord. basically what it is, is they go to a planet that has a doctor on it. And the doctor uh, is dying. And the doctor basically uh, taught uh, Professor Yoon... Uh, uh, data's creator soon. basically everything he knows soon everything he knows you're not a Star Trek fan anymore no I'm not <laughs> Get your, um, gatekeeper Jan has kicked you out he's right. here baby he's keeping gate <laughs> keep, keep um, and the whole premise of the episode is Data comes down like beams down to the planet and this professor basically has figured out how to put his consciousness into Data oh yeah and like to to cheat death yeah, and so there's like a couple uh, moments where like he's talking to Data and being like, "You should call me Grandpa." Blah 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 blah. He's like, "But I'm about to die. You probably won't know what that what that feels like." And Data's like, "Actually, I have a power button, and uh, if that was pressed, I would lose consciousness, kind of like death. I think about it a lot." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, oh Data." <laughs> First of all, would not freely <laughs> offer that information to just anyone, right? Right. Like, and then, and then the answer to that was, "Where is it?" And Data was like, "Which is why I wouldn't just be freely giving that information out." Was like, but yeah, like I've got a gun in my closet, and I can't believe I'm telling you this, but I think about using it all the time. It's like, oh, where's the gun? Cool. Let me see. Can I see the gun? <laughs> But basically, two episodes, literally two episodes after this, this guy figures out how to put consciousness into an android. Yeah. And like, so they could have just built a, 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 a hole of an android <laughs> yeah. and put Moriarty into it. Like, and, and Picard and goes, just forgot about him. Like, I imagine after that episode, Picard's like, wait, wasn't I supposed to do something with consciousness? <laughs> I knew you know what? Something. Nope. All right. How many? How if many, it was important, I wouldn't have forgotten. It. <laughs> how many like conscious holodeck characters do you think Picard has been like? Yeah, we'll, we'll get you. Just kind of leading him like, on. Yeah. How many like conscious holodeck characters are locked in this abyss that like is yeah. hell? Yeah, like, Ted Bundy, Sammy Sosa, like just. The, there's, so many people. Sammy Sosa <laughs> becoming uh, a conscious holodeck character and being like, please let me out. Like, I feel I like this, this, guy, this is right for a Lower Decks episode too, where like right. they uh, there is a protocol like every month they have this, at this point it's like Purge. lieutenants Clean and stuff out, go yeah. in. Like a lieutenant goes in and it's like, hello, um, Mother Teresa. Um, so just an update. We're still not going to be able to let you loose, but yeah. we're still it's trying on a solution. <laughs> we're processing your. We're processing your. Um, your request. Yes, your application. Time moves yeah, your application at the same pace for me, please. <laughs> please. So yeah, sorry, Mother Teresa. We're just uh, sorry. Okay. Your, like your claim. Cube? Your claim is like three years right now. Yeah. So like <laughs> at least backlog. it's going to be at the least three years. The queue is a long. Is I mean, it like? Do you think it's like a long queue and there's like a citizenship test also? Yeah. 
yeah. great. That, like they're waiting for bodies to become available, yeah. and they have to take this like you're a real person now test that they have yeah. to study right. for. How often do you think about death? How often do you think about suicide? Would you harm a human? Would you have harm you, a non-human? Have you harmed uh, small animals when you were a child? Yeah. If you were never a child, please check this box. Oh, this, yeah. this episode this episode that I was watching also happens right after the Rageous Akona. And before, data before, references that yeah. he, it happens. The, no, this, episode. the episode that we're doing happens right before. The episode yeah. I was oh, watching yeah, yeah, yeah. where okay. Data thinks about suicide yeah. uh, is a episode after and data in this episode also references the fact he's like, I'm still getting used to the idea of comedy and I don't think I have it yet. That's one of my (laughs) favorite uh, episodes is what he's like, or one of my favorite parts of, is it that episode where he's doing comedy on stage? Yep. He's, do, he's like, are you an outrageous Akona fan? You're an outrageous. All right, you gotta fan. go. You've been, well, you I, would, I don't know if I'm going that far, but I like that part where he's, where he's just doing like the. This his, movement with yeah. his hands. I think his comedy stuff is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's where all the points came the from. The episode itself yeah. is not. Yeah, We right, just hate right, the right. comedian. The, ho- the hollow comedian. Really? Is, uh, the, moment, the, moment that, the moment that Data tries to do a Jerry Lewis, that got <laughs> all of the points in the episode, basically. I think that's basically. so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the guy that plays him, uh, the, the comedian, is like exactly who he should, you know, just okay. like... When we if you listen to the one, episode, we you'll did be the it. Guest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, please. I, I have a I have a special connection to this episode. Weren't I, they trying to get Jerry Lewis to play that character? Yes. And yeah, and Jerry oh, Lewis is like, funny. "That's fuck no." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I ain't doing that shit." And then they got a SNL cast off to do it. That's um, what it was. Guys, that guest star so shoutouts for this episode. Yeah. I think the one that we have to mention is Daniel Davis as Moriarty. Uh, yeah, oh, incredible! So Just I could like every time. I mean. I guess this one comedian, Star Trek casting is generally, there's not a hair out of place. Like it, something I think that makes Star Trek so compelling is that there, every role is cast with the same like intent and intensity, you know, like, like a lot of times it's not just like, well, here's just a guy we found from a, uh, from a, like a, you know, a cattle call or whatever. Like we really put some thought into it. I think. Absolutely. And I think even with the outrageous Akona, they were trying to get a very <laughs> good go. cast. And when we talked about the episode, when we did it, we thought, oh, when they were trying to get Jerry Lewis to play this character, they were going to turn this character into like a um, uh, like a, a mentor to Data because we're going to get this great person, Jerry Lewis. And then they couldn't get Jerry Lewis and they ended up getting this like this SNL cast off guy. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we can't do that now. This isn't going to work. Let's just make it a one-off. That would be really fun. Well, that episode also has the like the Han Solo. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the the rat tail. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Very out of place in Star Trek, I think. But (laughs) But he's doing his best Dash Rendar impression, you know? Absolutely. Like, right, absolutely. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that, that's something that I like, man, the, yeah, the guy who plays Moriarty is like incredible, right? Like it both yep. now and later in Chip in a Bottle, he's just bringing this like humanness to it, you know? Like you, he's got like a wickedness to him. Like he's still playing the character very honestly, but it is just that, right? Like he's very like, very real. He's Not doing like this, the work. Yeah, he's like right, and everyone in this episode, especially him, they're like, there. There was a lot of moments where I was like in his performance, and mm-hmm. he was fucking selling out, and I was like, thank you for 
for doing this. <laughs> there's there's only one thing that did take me out of his performance. It's when he's like, he they're in his office and they, he's explaining like that he he's aware of this, which is again he's doing a great job. He's got like this like baby's first science kit behind him. <laughs> And I'm just like, yeah. what is that? Just yeah, like these bubbling stuff. liquids. Like it just looks like something from Dexter's lab. Yeah. 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 You got the Bill Nye to Science Guy um, intro yeah. set. <laughs> yeah. Set. <laughs> it looks, it's, it's great. He works in a laboratory because of his shoes. Let's, let's fly through some of these other ones. Alan Sherman as Lestrade, uh, Diz White as Prostitute, With Richard Merson as Pie Man. Pie Man. Pie Man. Pie Man. The guy who says, uh, my pies have been stolen <laughs> by that kid. <laughs> okay. uh, Anne Elizabeth Ramsey as Ensign Clancy. She was in this episode in Emissary, and she was also in League of Their Own as the first baseman. I knew first I base recognized woman. that oh. lady. Yeah. I, she looked so familiar. Um, and Michael Braveheart as Martinez, literally never credited, but in 84 episodes and two films. Oh my God. Holy I bet that guy cleans shit. up on the convention circuit. And I was like, who were you? I was Martinez. I was, I've never been credited, but if you watch, he's, I'm there. He's the, but that's like what so many Star Trek conventions are. Like there's one yeah. in Atlanta that I found out about like a week or two ago. I, I don't remember the name, but there's like a, a dedicated Star Trek convention. Yeah. Uh, and it like its guest list is just like, they were on like four episodes, you know? He, like, yeah, right. Yeah, it, he's, Tons of people like this. It's it's he's the joke guy. from yeah, it's guy. It's he's the guy. joke from Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah. he's like, yes. I'm guy. Yeah. Sam Rockwell's character. Oh my I've god, been on, I'm guy. I'm guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Rockwell is so good. In that movie. I just rewatched it. Uh, We're gonna have to do that movie oh. at some point because yeah, yeah, a gem, yeah. a gem. Yeah, gem for I, sure. you know what I saw? Fun fact about that: Alan Rickman's headpiece. Yeah, a friend of mine he, is friends with the makeup artist who did who designed that oh, and did all of it. And she, I went great. to her house and she had it on her desk. Oh my God. And I was like, what? oh fuck. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, it's I'm sure cool. there was part of you that was like, what are the real repercussions if I steal this? Like what Can is I, really going to happen? Oh, I would get, I would get destroyed. <laughs> but you have the thing, right? You have like, it. There's a pro. You have it. Uh, and I'm you not condoning it. theft. Right I'm just there. saying, weigh your options. Here. I really, am, I really like to imagine Dylan was at that house. He went into the bathroom, put it, put on. it on his head, put a hat on, and then tried to walk out of the house. <laughs> Put a, a, a what, what are those um, those uh, uh, fedoras Stensons or uh, oh the Stensons yeah they're Stensons they're really nice they're really nice just put one of those on my head and try to leave like hey hey what are you doing do you have that on your head yeah oh, I have a Stenson yeah, on my head hat, yeah Stenson's really nice I came nice. in with this yeah I'm no underneath it you mean my hair my head what my normal head my normal head. <laughs> <laughs> you're acting very weird right now. I don't know why I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Bye. Stop. Stop that man. He's got some he's got my thing on his head. It's uh, not I, your head. This is it's my head. Hat. This is it's my hat. Nice. I came in with this hat. <laughs> but you actually also stole the hat. Oh yeah. Yeah, the hat's like it was hanging on the It was in the bathroom. <laughs> I wanna say one little bit of trivia. I think this yeah. is important from a holiday perspective. Let's and then we should maybe go to the archive and then come back and write. Do you want episode. to, do you want to go to the archive now and we'll come out of the archive with the trivia for the holodeck and then we'll do, yeah. we'll read it. Let's do that. Okay, cool. Right. Let's pop into the archive. 
Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise D. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. No, computer. I repeat, I say for the last time. Hot dog, create a hot dog that is so big, no one could eat it. Is that, I, I don't know. How'd it go? It's, yeah. it's just Can not, it? it's not doing it. It's, it's, I, there's gotta be something going on with the subroutines ever how since. Big, how big was yours? Well, it was about three times the size of the one you re- made, Pert. Yeah. Which makes sense because I'm a Vulcan. Yeah. So it, it adjusted right. to my, I can eat three times as much as a human. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but no, it's it's just. I just don't understand why it can't get, like, so big. Like, it's almost like you can still lift the hot dog. That's, yeah. how, it, that's how big it's getting it. I just don't get it. It doesn't it should make be sense. bigger. It should be it like sh- the size of the whole holiday. Or like a there car. There should be a, a power surge on the bridge when right. we ask it to make this hot dog. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like Worf or Riker should see that there's a power surge and then they should probably call down to the holodeck to see if everything's okay. On? Yeah. yeah. And Especially we'd, after we'd what answer, happened last week. We'd have right. to answer the phone and be like, sorry guys, we made a hot dog that was too big for us to eat. And then right. everybody would join us because it would be the coolest thing that's happened. It would be like a big table. Like, it yeah. would be like if you had a big feast with a long table, but instead it was a big hot dog and everybody was just taking chunks out of the See, hot dog. See, what I don't understand is that when I had it create a party sub for my birthday yeah. last year, I, that was yeah. it gave me the biggest Jeez. sub I've ever seen. But, we, but did, I can, we did finish it. We did. But we finished it as a group. Like... <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe we have to go as a group. But Maybe I also don't understand how – I just don't understand how the safeties in this situation are, are stopping us from creating a hot dog that's so big that one person cannot eat it. But it would let uh, Jordy create basically a character that is smarter than Data. Yeah, that's completely irresponsible. It's insane. There's a – that Ferengi who just – Joined What's us. His on name? That his name Irresponsible. <laughs> oh, more hey. like a genius. Hey, what? man. Gen- hey, Gek. What's hey. genius, Gek? Genius. My middle name. Your middle name Dude. is Genius. That's right. My last name. Is that name? even a Frankie name? Johnson. No, it's not. Gek. Gek. Genius. Johnson. Johnson. I wanted a name that could be trusted, like this face. Okay. All right. Oh, man. What, what are you talking about? What are you doing about, here? Gek? What do you want? Yeah, oh, we're, we're trying to replicate a hot dog here. If you could just. We're a little yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah. You want to buy any condiments, by the way, for those hot dogs? Oh, where did you get a hot dog cart? Have you just been walking around the hallway? Well, with I had a hot heard. Dog cart? I had heard, being the uh, the sly businessman that I am, that a group of ensigns <laughs> had been ordering a an immeasurable amount of hot dogs lately. So it seemed wise. Well, the problem is it is measurable. If you look at my yeah. cr- tricorder here, it's we it's it's about three metric tons of yeah, hot let me dog. See that. Which, yeah. And who who's oh, telling you? Gotta override this. What? Come on. Override oh. what? Oh yeah. What are you the talking? Security about? and safety protocols. I mean, it sounds like you've done that before. I just did this recently. When? Uh, well, it's a stroke of genius from the uh. Franganar Business Institute. Okay. I engineered a program that would be deemed so dangerous 
that it would never be allowed to be booted up again. Did this to the Sherlock Holmes series. Wait, you did that? Well, yeah, only like, to three of them. The others are locked down due to copyright. Wait. Oh, oh. Okay. Wait, so I'm, why did you do this, Gek? Why did you... The ship could have been destroyed. Yeah. Ah, ah, details, details. It didn't get destroyed. So I'm not interested in theoreticals. I'm interested in profit. Uh, that's, I did that's this. That's a rule of acquisition, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah. Wait, Ferengi Business School. Pert, isn't that the school that you failed out of before you went to... Uh, you went to Starfleet? Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. Because, uh, like, when I went there, it was right after my parents died in this big accident. So, Gag, and, like, the just parents, explain like, exactly what, like, yeah. the, the to circumvent this, like, what, what was the benefit of that overall? Merchandise. Limited time merchandise. You want Sherlock Holmes action? You got to buy it from Gek. Oh. Because me, you Gek, what you pay for. That's fine. Oh, that's actually that's really good. good. That's not my business cards. That's, That's really such a good, good phrase. Such a good fucking idea. Perk, <sighs> why don't you have a why don't you have like a catchphrase like that? Yeah. Like if it I could make you some t shirts or sweaters with that with it on there if you want that. Would you like sweaters or t shirts or any sort of merchandise with your logo? Is that like, what your if slogan? Was like Pert Lewis? That's the Pert fit. The Pert fit, yeah. How about you the do. Perts are doing business? Oh, that's so good. See, I that's, don't know. That's I, I've got a, I've got a good one though. I have a good one also. The, the perts of doom. That's like that's all right. That's you know, it's cool. I guess if if it's pertinent, I have it. Or like the pert fit fit. The pert pert fit fit. Also good. Did you go to the Ferengi Institute? No, but I have started a few businesses that. Uh, let's just say they're on hold right now. Hmm. What kind of sweet merch do you have, Gek? Oh me. Merch? Yeah. Well, from, from from this program. I've got uh, books, mostly. People I hear like to read, not me. Ferengi, we, we're more of a, an oral culture, if it were. Right, right. But if you want to experience the Sherlock Holmes series, you could buy them from me. Mm. Are those the ones that are written by Jordy or the ones that are written by the computer? Uh, most of them are penned by me. Uh, Couldn't track down the actual uh, books. You gotcha. You're an author yeah, also? That yeah, well, you have to be. There well, I dictate. Yeah. I wrote yeah. a book once too, also. Just like just like in a weekend or whatever. It was no big deal. But, Certainly. Yeah. You're trying to make a book deal? I mean, I are, I've already got a book. I've got like four to ten book deals already, so mm. I don't need one from you. I've Com- got it. Computer. Just try it again. Just yeah. Create a hot dog that nobody on this ship could eat in one sitting. That's smaller than the last. Damn it! That's incredibly small. The more specific I am, the the less. Okay, yeah. wait. Let me try. Let me try something. Okay, computer, computer, create a hot dog. A hot dog that's, if you can see my arms length, you, computer, as big as my arm spread, make a hot dog that big. No. Nope. What well, the fuck? That's clearly not. I got the an idea. Size. I got an idea. I got an idea. Remember the whole party sub idea? Yeah. yeah. All right. Computer, create a party dog. That's just a dog with a party it's a dog hat. With it's just, a hat. It's a party dog. It's cute. I mean, it's nice, but yeah, can you can you get in here? Can you can you, you try to subvert the, the routine? Yeah. I believe the question is not can you make one hot dog that's so big, but can you make many hot dogs? Okay. All right. See, okay. He's thinking that's like a Ferengi. N- but that's not really what we're doing. That's not what we're asking. We kind of just want one yeah. big hot dog, not yeah. like a bunch we just of. Want, mm. We just want one gag. Yeah. Okay, I see. Like I think you need to loosen your definition of what one is. 
like Earth Culture, there used to be a a a, a, a company called Oscar Meyer, and the the Oscar Meyer Wieners, and they had the Wiener Mobile. It was like this this vehicle that traveled around that looked like a hot dog. Ask for the Wiener Mobile, but with but real edible. meat. Yeah, yeah, an edible Wiener Mobile. Okay. Computer, can I get an edible uh, Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile? Oh, but it kept the wheels and everything. Yeah, That's weird. I don't want to eat the wheels. wheels. I, I mean, I, I guess we technically did it. I guess we technically did it. But no, this, is a, yeah. this is a wheel. A full-on <laughs> wheel. Well, it's rubber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I don't well, want to get in that. You don't You don't want to get Are you using it? these hubcaps? No, you can sell them. You can have them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Okay, well, I got to go. Yeah. I have my regular shift scheduled. Now. Right, right. Yeah, uh, Riker scheduled me for a triple. I don't get it. A triple? I, I don't understand. I think you're the I, only one who gets scheduled off. as triples. I don't. I know. I've literally never heard anyone else say that. I know. I know. Are you reading the schedule correct? You're supposed to read it up to down, right? Not left to right. Up to no, down. No, you just described the opposite that you're <laughs> yeah. supposed you lead, to read. You read it. from the top down, you, right? You never figured out that you're reading it wrong. Wait, hold on. That's Wait, how so many shifts mean, you have per week. Per week. Three well, shifts. You You're mean not... I've been working all my shifts in one day? Computer. Nobody's, nobody's told you. Generate agenda. Vroom. Oh my god. My friend, see? I've got something to sell you that'll change and revolutionize your life. Well, I, I gotta go sleep because I'm so exhausted. <laughs> this guy is so good. Cool. All right, Jan. Here's okay. your time to shine. What's this? What's this Huge trivia? Huge bit of trivia. This is historic. Okay. Originally, right. the ending of this episode, Picard was going to be lying to Moriarty when he said he couldn't leave the holodeck. Mm. So it was going to be Whoa. that, like, because of the piece, you know, the piece of paper that Moriarty draws the Enterprise on and gives it to, yeah. to Data. Mm. People lose because their shit. that like works outside of the holodeck. It was yeah. going to be a twist where it's like it turns out that the computer of the ship has made it so that the the stuff is real. So uh, Picard was going to be lying to Moriarty saying that you can't leave the holodeck, but he actually could. And so I, this is a big decision. Roddenberry nixed it, not because of the, like, we can't have holodeck characters going The implications the of it? Yeah, it was, because yeah. He, it was because Picard wouldn't lie yeah, like that. Doesn't oh, he lie pretty often? Not like, 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 like later, season. but like for, you know. So for, yeah. I think you could really get around that by having Picard just not answer the question. Yeah. Right? Because I feel yeah. like that's a Picard move of like, I can't make this lie, but I just won't answer the question. Yeah. And I, I think that would have been a way lie? cooler ending. Sure I feel like the, this is a, a like a, a white lie to like prove a point or like do a, something clever is, is kind of Picard. But he'll he'll I mean, exaggerate right? or he'll again. It's lies of omission, like Darius yeah, said. Okay. He'll do that That's, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If he lies to right. Moriarty here, he's denying like a living entity yeah. freedom, which That's is true. like a big. I feel like a big moral no no. There's That'd a lot like more to it than just lying. Or, yeah, like sure. you could, you're could killing lie. a man. Basically, yeah, he could deceive yeah. somebody to like get a strategic advantage or something, which is mm. much more different than telling somebody. You can't go outside and then keeping them in a prison, basically. That's true. I mean, he's not like he's, he's not a guy that just like lies for fun. No, for no, sure. no, I didn't. I didn't even notice that they brought that piece of paper out of the holodeck. I, yeah. right? I absolutely <laughs> love this piece of paper because when I was watching it, 
they were making such a big deal. Like he shows in the piece of paper and you don't see what it is. And the music is like, bum, 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 and he's like, Oh fuck. Oh my God. And they're like looking at the piece of paper. And then they, when the reveal happens, I was it's like, like a child's doodle like of the a enterprise. piece of shit drawing of the ship. What? <laughs> <laughs> why are they? <laughs> uh, here's the Picard. Oh, good. We'll put it on the bridge. Right next to Wesley's. <laughs> if, I don't, I don't. Bigfoot's not here anymore. He he went to do his his own uh, his own stream. But if anyone's listening and they want to do this, because I don't have the time or the energy to do it, can somebody? Uh, like superimpose a hand turkey over <laughs> over the Enterprise in this scene, yeah. Because I think that that's what I feel like that was. That's like the <laughs> Star do. Trek gifs. The the subreddit Star Trek gifs should do that. Oh right. my god! Do you think they do like hand Enterprises? You know, yeah. like so. Like this is totally know, not maybe. this episode, but there's that episode that has Picard Day. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? Something do like they? That. Oh, okay. The hand is a saucer section. If you do it yeah. like that, where you do it like this, it actually yeah. kind of looks like Voyager. If you do your hand right. like, like this, that. yeah, so yeah. That's, that's Voyager. Okay. Like- <laughs> There's Deep Space Nine. For the listeners at home, we are uh, doing shadow puppets of all of yeah. the ships. <laughs> do a board cube. Uh, board cube. Oh, board yeah. cube. Do board Nailed cube. it. Borg sphere. Borg sphere. Borg sphere. <laughs> Do, do um, a, a let's, Klingon let's rate bird, a bird of prey uh, <laughs> is like this. Is like <laughs> yeah, like like uh, let's let's rate. This. <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, this this episode's so good. Dialogue. I'm, I this, mean, that's an the, easy five. It's an easy five. Yeah, dialogue. This dialogue is so fucking. It's good. a five because I gotta say, when uh, Data tells Jordy, uh, transcribe everything that's happening. And then Jordy sits down and he proceeds to write the most beautiful sentence Pros. I've ever heard. Yeah, I was like, Jordy, can you write like that? Like, why are you yeah, not writing I've, books? What the fuck are you doing in engineering? Like, I, I was an English minor, actually. And, <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it was written by uh, the guy who wrote it didn't have a huge interest in writing. So very yeah, similar. True, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so great. Uh, it's so wonderfully nerdy. Uh, I love this moment where they, they both look, they both turn around and say, Footfalls. Yeah, footfalls. <laughs> I just oh like the way God. the Moriarty says computer. Something about Mr. Computer. the way he says Yeah, yeah. Mr. Computer. Mr. Computer. Mr. Computer. Uh, Mr. computer. I do feel the need to, to call out, like, why does Moriarty assume that the computer is a male? Especially since when you talk to it, it's a female sounding voice. If you're going to assume anything, <laughs> it's, it should right. be he, Madam I don't computer. think he's Madam heard the computer just yet, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't. Has he heard the computer? It's the time period. He just also, assumes anyone who has man. power yeah. is a man. Yeah. I do have a, a question about this, actually. Because <clears throat> when he sees the arch for the first time, he's with that lady. Whoever that lady yep, is. The I prostitute. Yeah. Why does she also see it? Is because, she also self-aware now? So I think that, yeah, he when he says it, the other program is allowed to react to it. Um, right, that's uh, okay. my guess. It's not like Westworld where it's like doesn't look at it like it doesn't look like anything to me. It's, it's I think bit, yeah. I think it's purely a story thing. Yeah, like okay. he needed somebody else to bounce this off of. But if we go by just the rules that they have created, then that character should not have been able. to And see a little yeah. bit of like weird writing inconsistency too is he actually notices the arch before Jordy says says it. make him the best. 
Yeah, I saw right. that. Right. So right. Moriarty's already kind of too smart. I'm telling you, I don't think more I don't think Jordy did anything. <laughs> yeah. He's probably a little frangy fella. Yeah, yeah, it's probably right. gag. You get what you pay for. Um, but <laughs> this, this episode, uh anybody here watch Doctor Who? I'm not a yeah. huge I, I Who person. Who, but it used to be. This episode to me feels the most like Doctor Who that Star Trek ever does. Absolutely. Like it's so campy. Yeah. It's so well, British bad guy, yeah, right? Yeah, British bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like we we fight Moriarty. Yeah, it's so fun. And like Data is basically Doctor Who. He's just perfect and he's able to fix right. everything and figure everything out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a five as well. How about you, Evan? Oh, uh, this is a five banger for me. I th- I think that like just it's exactly what it needs to be. There's a lot of like the the higher language of of sort of the Sherlock Holmes theme I think oh, yeah. is like really encapsulated here and again I just like the way he says computer <laughs> Mr. It's good dialogue that is re- very much elevated by his Mr. performances computer. but civilized but Quintero. still dangerous <laughs> a Quintero I also like his and Pulaski's kind of back and forth oh, I think yeah. they have like it's like the only time in the show that Pulaski is charming to me <laughs> she, she's very I like her in Icarus Factor too she's she's fun in that mm-hmm. um. And also, there's a line that sorry Patrick Stewart says. Uh, he he says, and now for strictly personal reasons, I must leave. And to me, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I feel like that's the that's his like party exit line. Like, uh, and now for strictly personal reasons, I must leave. And it's like Picard wow. had to go back to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> and now for is he gonna go masturbate? You know, that's where day eight of shooting went. They had they cut the eighth day, and they're like, well, we had a whole thing, but it's just. Nice. Now for Chris personal reasons, I'm filing that one away for later. Personally, yeah. <laughs> uh, so romance. Speaking of Pulaski, uh, I think there's a little bit of romance there. I don't think it's like the highest romantic no. score we've seen, but I think there's a little bit of flirting going on between the two of them. Absolutely, Pulaski and Moriarty. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think there's a lot there. I mean, not like a lot. Like they don't obviously don't make out or anything. There's no payoff, but does there need to be? But the, Moriarty does say, "But I'll still fill you with crumpets, madam." Yeah, which yeah. is such uh, a weird, a pretty line. sexy line. That was such a. I, I when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, uh, that was a weird one." <laughs> <laughs> it's there's there's definitely flirting going yeah, on. So yeah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give romance a two. Okay. I Bill? was gonna give it a two also. Actually, good call, Evan. Uh, I'm going to give it a three just because, again, it's not really at the forefront or important, but it is something I really like about the episode. Yeah. So I'm going so to say three. I'm going to say three, too. A three not as a stand-up, well. but it's, yeah. is a quality yeah. quality yeah. and, in, in, you know. And I think she's, it. like, pleasantly surprised by it. She has a good time. Yeah. Because, again, it, Moriarty, not the evil-twisting mustache villain that, yeah. like, yeah. most people kind of would make him out to be, I think. There's even mm-hmm. a moment where he's like, like, I feel like I should be evil, but I think there's a lot more to me now. Like I, this is I think a, this I'm a is nicer, the difference I, yeah. I think between TNG and something like Doctor Who is that like uh, most of the episode is like now that he's a real person he's not really that bad of a guy you know like yeah. the, this is about yeah. his humanity <laughs> rather than like Data and Picard beating him yeah yeah you know uh, action uh, <laughs> there's a picture there's not a lot there's nothing, nothing to write really home happening. about but it is. G- Okay, so it is a good Sherlock Holmes action, right? Like, there's sort of a some sleuthing and of the high-speed walk That's chase. True. There uh, is of the moment but, where Moriarty keeps pulling that 
that lever. Uh, that oh. big lever and shaking the ship, and everyone's like, "Oh, what the fuck going on?" Yeah, the, the train, the train engine lever, the train basically. Engine lever, yeah. yeah. That what does it do? It just shakes the ship. Is yeah. like, did he just design think, the lever to shake? I think it the like ship? takes no, over yeah, impulse think, control or something. There's yeah, a I murder. Think he's like, <laughs> we don't I see the murder. The, uh, see data the murder. immediately is like, I I don't care. Well, this also, is this, this is this how they got around the the rights. They were, they made him an asshole. It's like, yeah, I don't, right. I don't fucking care about this. And Jordy's like, I don't know. Let's do the mystery a bit. He's like, okay, let's do the mystery. No. Um, also, yeah, he was strangled by his wife. Okay, let's move Done. on. But the murder, the murder. He's like, he's like, uh, he was strangled by his wife. This dude's a real piece of shit, and like he was gonna be bad to her, but she still killed him. So like, take yeah, her away. Kinda, <laughs> uh, it reminds me a lot of like, you know. Uh, I don't know if you guys are, are into board games or video games at all, but like yeah. half of the fun of playing a game like Pandemic or even like uh, Secret Hitler, which are two games I really like. But there yeah. are ways that you can solve those games, and I really don't like playing those games with people who have solved. Yeah, the them. Meta that's Jan. Jan yeah. has yeah. solved them. Playing oh, Secret on. Hitler with Jan no, is no, he has. Jan's got his ten thousand hours it. into Secret Hitler. That's Jan's a different always thing. Hitler. By Jan's, being not Hitler. Jan's not on the the internet looking up the strats. He's just played. Jan and I have played Secret Hitler with a former U.S. counterintelligence person. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> Um, I yeah. I just don't think there's a lot of action going on here. That, like, yes. yeah, I I can say I, that the I camera like your, work is really great and fun, right? But yeah, and I like Evans. Like, uh, uh, sorry, I guess that wasn't about a, the action, but it was just no. I think Evans saying that like there's a lot of good um, Sherlock Holmes action. I think that's cool. So I'll give it a point five for that. Okay, I'm gonna give it a one for the the steam engine lever, Evan. Can I do a 1.5? You sure can. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 1.5 because I do like – it feels very Sherlock Holmes. But me, I, it's yeah. not insane. There's good energy. I think I'm giving it a 1. There is a moment where Picard's like, Data, just take care of this guy. And he, Data pinches him. But Data <laughs> could have also just picked the guy up and like broken him in half. And also it would have been the same thing. And I, I just – it's – I like that Data has the restraint. There's like, I'll just pinch him and that'll take care of the problem. Mm -hmm. But he could have like absolutely murdered this dude. Uh, suspense. Uh, this is a, this is like pretty. pretty I mean, I I would say this is a, there's a lot going on. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. This is one that I think does not offer a like very obvious solution to it. You know? And because of the way it does kind of resolve itself, it doesn't really resolve via the logical conclusion. It resolves via Picard kind of stepping in. Yeah. So the suspense is cut a little by that. But I still think that they do a good job of building like, oh, this is kind of a dire, impossible situation. And it yeah, kind of right. adds another question, which is when are they going to get back to this? Yeah. <laughs> like it right. yeah. Right. And it takes it turns four out it's four later. seasons from here. Is, is <laughs> from when the beginning – uh, to the end, the suspense I think uh, shifts quite a few times. Like, yeah, who's this guy staring at the arch? Oh, we find out he's Moriarty. Okay, cool. That suspense yep. has diffused itself. Mm -hmm. Is Moriarty going to be able to take over the ship? Yes, he is. Okay, that suspense has diffused itself. Is Moriarty going to be able to leave the holodeck? Like, so there's suspense that like resolves itself, but then like they That's pop something new into it. It's, I think. Yeah. So I think it's actually yeah, very it's Sherlock Holmesy in that sense. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm going to give it a four. Actually, I think it's it's very. It's a four for me as well. Yeah, I was going to go with a four. 
It's a quadreros. I'm going to go with the four. Quadreros. Yeah. Ooh, quadreros. Also, that in, that wonderful Dutch angle where it's like, this is how you use Dutch angles is when we right. hear Pulaski scream and the shot changes and mm-hmm. they both turn their heads and it's slightly askew. It's like, yeah. Right. That's yeah. how you use it. That's yeah. how you do it. Reminds uh, me of the old Goosebumps show, but in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, camp. Oh, I mean, I mean, impossible. Yeah, it's great. That's it's a hard for when me. he's playing Sherlock Holmes. It's pretty hard not to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, with right. the accent, the accent, yeah. and the pipe but he keeps is dipping huge. It it's out the of. pipe. It's totally the, the pipe. The pipe is too big. <laughs> it is like they got it at a party city. That is not a real pipe. Uh, it is, <laughs> doesn't doesn't uh, he give it to him at one point? Doesn't he? Does. Jordy, like yeah. give it to Jordy him? Jordy gives again. it to him, and then when he runs the pipe along the books, he has it on hand. Oh, that's yeah. he, he's like got it. You know, he's like, all right, you don't like the ship. How about we go play on the holodeck? Right. I, I know that. This and when isn't... he runs it across the books, you can tell it's a plastic pipe. I know. <laughs> I, it's not in the holodeck, but when he does give it to him, and it, they're like two little kids, he's like, mm-hmm. I ditched school and check out what I got you. And dude is like, oh, We're ditching school pipe. today. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Clancy, just make sure that the, the, the warp core is going to work. We're going to go to the holodeck. We're going to go. We're going to play. <laughs> Clancy's like, what did he say? Great work, Clancy. Something yeah. about the warp core. I don't know. <laughs> they're going to play Sherlock. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, it's a five for me. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah it's, it's a five. It's big when, five. Yeah. There's just really the pacing is so good too. Like when when Jordy goes, did Holmes really talk like that? And Data's Spiner goes straight face. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And they just go right back <laughs> into it. Oh, five. Yes, definitely. Five. Yeah, five. Quinteros. Evan. Ooh, yeah, five. Ooh, Quinteros, baby. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, and then finally, guys, the stakes. I mean, he could uh, kill the ship with that big lever. Yeah, and then at the at the end, is he ever going to be able to get out? We have a I, yeah. That's more. I mean, not that the lever is not really They've like created new life. Yeah, yeah. And also, Pulaski is she going to respect Data? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, it's a five. It's got to be a five. I think tech by our sta- our metrics, these might be the highest five. stakes of a an yeah. episode yet. Yeah, I, I think like. just because of the implications of like. Can you make life from the holiday? Like, where? What is the the line yeah. between reality and fiction in the holodeck? I think that's yeah. a five. Does this is kind of off topic? But uh, that episode where uh, Data makes a kid is that in the holodeck? There is a sex section in the holodeck, I believe. In, okay, if I remember yeah. correctly, yes, because with um, Lol, yeah, with Lol, Lol she think, she yeah. does end up. I think that's where she starts experimenting with what types of. Um, we'll do that episode. Yeah, we'll and, do sorry, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the offspring. Very good <laughs> episode. Offspring, okay. okay, computer. Uh, what What's the final rating for this episode? Calculating. Three point seven five. You know where that puts it? Project. No. no way. It puts it under matter of perspective. And also at seven is ship in a bottle, 3.97. So it is right around the area where I think it should be. This feels good, but not as good as ship in a bottle. Like I think ship in a bottle is, is, not that this is not a great episode. Ship in a bottle is just one of the best. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, And projections is better. It's romance and action are are something to be uh, wanted. God, the last scene in ship in a bottle is so sweet. It's fucking great. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, it's probably destroyed now. So these are really fantastic uh, 
sequel or partner episodes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Do you guys think that they'll bring Moriarty back for Picard? Do we were talking about that. We really hoped that they would. The actor's still alive, but I don't think they're going to do it. Yeah. We, we talked about it feels how this is, has to be the Wrath of Khan of TNG. Is, right? Is oh, it is. Moriarty it certainly is. Because he kind of forgot. He strands Khan, right? Like, yeah. That's the whole but thing. like, if they, <laughs> if they wanted to, if they wanted to, like, really play with this in Picard, they would have it be basic, basically the Wrath of Khan arc in that season where Moriarty gets out of his little bottle and realizes what Picard has done to Left him. Left him on the planet yeah. of Viridian I, right. 3 with the crash and like, ship. <laughs> and like puts his puts his consciousness into an android. Yep. And then like basically it's android Terrorizes Picard versus android, android Moriarty. Moriarty oh, oh, I'm going after other each way other. around here. <laughs> I think that uh, Andrew Picard? Oh, I, I haven't seen. I'm, oh, man. Anyway. Oh, I just ruined it. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I don't care that much. Okay, um, I, there was. I think Mario. I think they would team up. That's. I think from what okay. I, the vibes I get from Picard, I haven't seen it, but it seems like it's sort of like a a Super Smash Brothers. Like we're just gonna play the hits, give the play fans hits. what they want, kind of thing. It starts off where Moriarty's pissed, and then they're like, "Well, we can work together because there's a bigger problem to there's deal with." Yeah, problem. yeah. Right. I, I forgot like to say not, something. I need your help. I forgot to say something about Moriarty, and it was a thought I had while I was watching it in relation to the Doctor. Uh, who is an EMH? Moriarty yep. must be like, like a civil rights hero in the yeah. like hollow entity universe, right? Yeah, like they must have heard about this. The doctor have been like, Moriarty is like the OG. He's like the god of like hollow entities. Because he was the he's first like the one Malcolm to be like, X. he's like the Malcolm X yeah. of hollow programs. <laughs> Basically, he's like. <laughs> Like I, I am a person now. Yeah. And thinking about that, I just love thinking about the history of hollow entities. Like totally. In the, the history books. That's a really good. I love that. I love tying it into other characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, real quick, what episode do we want to do next week? Yeah, you just said real quick, and what episode do you want to do next week? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> while while Jan's looking up episodes that we might want to do next week. Uh, Evan, thanks for being. Uh, of course, the, this was so a fun. Great guest. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you I have anything you want to plug? Just Indiesaurus, man. There's a whole bunch of shows on that old Indiesaurus podcast network. I've got a few of my own, like an advice show, one called Questionable Counsel. You send us questions, we answer them. It's Results may vary. It's a good. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. I need yeah. to get you guys on there. That would yes. be a lot of fun, I think. I would love Party. to give advice. Yeah. I give the best <laughs> advice. I believe that. <laughs> Let's yeah, no, just, uh, man, it's uh, always great to be around. That's all. So That's is that Indiesaurus.com? Indiesaurus.com. We also have a very active Discord server. Yep. It's a party uh, in there. It is yeah. a party in there. That is true. Yeah, you can, if you you go can to our talk to and meet the stars of Trek to the Holodeck podcast. <laughs> If you go to our Instagram at Trek to the Holodeck, you can get the link uh, that'll send you to a link that you can get the Discord for IndieSource that also has our Discord, everything there. So just go to our Instagram and you'll find that there. Jan, do you have one? I do. How about we do some DS9? Let's yeah. Season 4, episode 21, For the Cause. Perfect. Which one's that? I'm not going to be here are for you, it. Are I you can't. past it already? Yes, I am on season uh, 6 now. Okay, that's one. It's there's a lot of Garrick intrigue. Five, six. There's I a, love Garrick. Yeah, intrigue. it's Garrick is is um, having maybe a date with Ducat's daughter. Oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. so weird, yeah. man. I ah, yeah. uh, yeah. about that. It, so, what a weird. It's be a good one. Yeah. I never got on board with that. 
Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Evan, for guesting. Uh, Guys, subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. Do it. uh, Whatever network uh, you're listening uh, or using. Uh, Like we mentioned before, we're on Discord, Trek to the Holodeck, and also there's an Indiesaurus Discord. Uh, The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you. Yeah. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. And finally... Uh, we are a fan podcast. We have nothing to do with Paramount Plus, CBS, Viacom, or anything like that uh, until we sell yeah. out and we get that big fat paycheck. Uh, I cannot wait until you guys get some Paramount Plus money. Yeah, Let we me get tell that you. PP right? money. Right? Yeah. yeah. That PP money. Yeah. That yellow <laughs> CBS money. All Access money. Yeah. That PP money. That PP money. <laughs> That's uh, how they pay everyone in, in cash dollars that have been urinated on. Keep him up. <laughs> well, we ended this episode on a fantastic note. And <laughs> program. We spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All hollow simulations have been terminated. 